This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, so today's episode's a little bit different. You know, I'm going to change up the the format a little bit than what I normally would do because today I just felt like I wanted to talk about my gig last night. I wanted to share some of my experiences that I had and some of my thoughts about uh, what went down. Uh, this is a regular gig that I play every single month in New York City at Fat Cat. It's a uh, if you've never heard of Fat Cat before, it's a it's a great little uh, jazz lounge. Uh, it's a noisy place, smells like booze, and <laughs> it's loud. Uh, but there's some amazing jazz that happens there every single night, and I'm really honored that I get to spend some time playing there every single month. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience at my gig, some lessons that I learned, uh, and just some general thoughts that I think can help you too, uh, just by me expressing them. But first, let's cue the intro music. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. And just in case you've never listened to this podcast before, my name is Brent. I am the jazz musician behind the website LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. And I'm honored every single week to come here and and do my best to serve you with the best uh, jazz educational content that I possibly can. And make sure if you uh, aren't uh, subscribed to this podcast, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, If you're not subscribed on our YouTube channel, I also post uh, the podcast as well as other videos on our YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com forward slash learn jazz standards of course make sure that you're involved in our community go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash join get on to our newsletter and I, I do this every single week so if you're if you're new to this podcast that that's who I am this is what I'm all about uh, it's a little bit of a different episode today like I said uh, so bear with me but I'd love to talk to you a little bit about my gig at fat cat last night you know we had a huge but at the time of this recording, we had a, this uh, big snowstorm here in New York City, and uh, so I was trudging out into the snow. I live out in Queens. Uh, Fat Cat it is in the West Village, the historic Greenwich Village. So I took uh, the 45-minute, the 45 40, 45-minute train ride down over into the village, uh, got to the gig. I play this once a month with uh, an incredible musician who I really uh, admire, and I've, I've been playing this gig for about five years or so. Uh, it's Don Hahn. He's a trumpeter. He's played with uh, Maynard Ferguson. He's played actually with Buddy Rich. He's played with a lot of other musicians. Uh, and it's it, he's a good friend of mine. And actually, if you want to uh, go check out uh, him a little bit, you can check him out on episode 39 of this podcast where I had him on for an interview and just picked his brain. And uh, yeah, that, that was a great interview. So you, after you listen to this, uh, go check out that episode 39. So, uh, you know, I get to Fat Cat. 
you know, it's the the same old regular. Now, one thing that you have to know about New York, and one thing, one reason I love playing in this uh, th- this gig is that all the band members are really really top-notch musicians you know uh in new york there is no shortage of incredible musicians you know and a lot of people they come from all over the world uh to new york it's a very saturated place uh to to pursue music to pursue the arts uh it's it's really an art center of uh the world and a lot of people come to new york city for that reason and you know, so if you if you were a you know a big, uh, big you know one of the better jazz players in your local scene, but you come to New York, uh, you're not going to be such a big deal anymore. And and that's such the privilege that I have of uh, being in the city is being surrounded by a lot of incredible musicians, and in particular uh, this band, a lot of amazing players led by Don Hahn, uh, this guy who has. Uh, played with uh you know for for a long time and who has played with amazing musicians uh the other great thing too is that every single month uh don has uh you know i'm part of the house band but don has special guests come on so this particular week um we had uh this particular month we had john mosca who's a trombone player and he's played with the uh thad jones mel lewis uh or orchestra um he's the current co-leader of the Village Vanguard Orchestra, which plays every single Monday night um, in, in Greenwich Village as well at the Village Vanguard, which, of course, um, if you have know anything about jazz, you know that the Village Vanguard is one of the most uh, famous jazz clubs of all time, and uh, I try to peek in there every once in a while to go check out some shows, and it's really a magical place. Anyways, uh, John Mosca was the guest. Um, so now there's a lot of regular repertoire that we have that, that I'm pretty used to with this band after playing for about five or so years. Um, you know, but I, I actually don't play with the, you know, on, on other gigs, I don't really play with the the cast of characters very often. Some of the other guys in the band, I don't necessarily play with them um, outside of this group. So, I, you know, with every single different setting or group, even in different cities, there's different repertoire that exists, right? You know, some some groups that you play with might have this certain set of repertoire. Another set of groups you play with might have another set of repertoire that, you know, some songs that maybe you didn't play. Um, all this to be said, you know, I'm pretty used to playing uh, in this band. Now, what happened, I think, is... John Mosca, uh, you know, he, he was the special guest. So we were playing songs that, you know, he was calling for most of the night. Uh, and what this is what happened. There was at least four, and I'm being o- open and honest with you guys because I think that's super important. There, there's at least four or five tunes that were called that night that I did not know. Okay, that I literally did not know. Um, I, most of them I was familiar with, but I didn't actually know. I never actually had worked on them. I had never committed them uh, to memory. Now, there, there's two things about that. Um, number one, um, you probably, if you've played jazz out, you've you've felt that before, where someone calls a tune and you wish you knew it. Um, and and a lot of times it's okay because you know there's somebody else in the band that doesn't know the tune as well, and so you know you don't feel so bad because you know you're not you can't know all the tunes, right? Um, but in this particular case, uh, every single one of these tunes, everybody else in the band knew it, and I would be the only person that didn't know uh, these songs. Um, and what you know that there's a terrible feeling, and if if you've ever had this happen to you, you can resonate with it is, you know, it's okay if it's like one song, but then if it's like another song and, and that's what was happening to me, I don't know what was happening. I was getting my butt kicked 
Uh, and it, man, it just didn't feel good because I, I just constantly was like, okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll surely know the next, well, no, I didn't know the next song either that was being called. Now, um, that didn't feel good, but you know, there's a positive side to all this. Um, and what I was really proud of, of myself, because, you know, every single time you, you hit up a gig, uh, it's important to have what Carol Dweck in her book Mindsets calls a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. So a fixed mindset says, um, you know, this particular situation uh, sucked and the reason that this happened is because my b- abilities and talents and all this is is limited. Where a growth mindset says, you know, this particular situation, I'm glad I went through this because now I can learn and, and get better from this. And it's really a positive outlook, right? That's really what, what a growth mindset is. Um, and so the positive side of all of this is that all but one of those songs, I was able to play and pick up without uh, having to even look at a, at a piece of music at all. Okay, so those are about four, four of the five songs that I didn't know I was able to do by ear. Now, the reason I could do this is because um, I was familiar with most of them already because I've listened to lots of jazz. I've listened to lots of the music. So, for example, one of the songs that I didn't really know was Love Walked In, um, which is a great tune, by the way. Um, but I didn't really actually know that. But, you know, I could hear the harmony in my head and I got a piano player with me. And so I'm, I'm just listening to the piano. I'm listening to the bass and I'm, I'm hearing that harmony. And so it only took about a chorus and I knew that song right away. Okay, I knew how to play that song. And there are some other harder tunes throughout the night. But, you know, I was able to ultimately figure out what that harmony was so that by the time it was my turn to take a solo, I knew how to navigate those navigate those changes. Okay, so that's the positive side is that I've trained my ears to be able to do this from from just listening and being familiar with lots of the music and also from just diving into some of those fundamentals of ear training, you know, being able to hear intervals, being able to hear chords, being able to hear chord progressions and all of that has set me up so that when I do get into a situation like that and I don't know a song, it might feel uncomfortable for a second, but I can laugh on fairly quickly and sure like if I actually knew the song if I had actually worked on some of these songs I could probably play them with more confidence and play them better but the point is I have I've musically equipped myself with the skills that I need in order to be able to learn a song literally on the fly um but, you know, all that being said, that doesn't mean that it didn't feel great when, you know, time after time a song was being called and I didn't know it. And there's there's several times where I felt so confident that I, I was familiar with the song that I would be able to pick it up by ear that I didn't say anything. I just like, the song was called. I didn't say that I didn't know it. But there was a few times where I was like, oh, I don't know that song. And then uh, but then I was like, but I think I'll, I'll be able to get it. OK, you know, so but it didn't feel good having to admit that to people. And then there's that one song I literally didn't even I, I, I didn't even recognize it at all. Um, and I had to look up a chart and, um, you know, that kind of sucked, too, because none of the other guys are looking at charts. Right. Everybody's got these songs. Um, and sure, there, there was also times throughout the night where one of the other musicians didn't know a song. And so I guess they were in my spot too. But I think the thing that kind of damaged my ego uh, a little bit was that it was so many of them and that everybody else knew the songs. And it just made me feel like, okay, what's going on? I need to do more homework here. Like I, I, I clearly need to 
learn some of these tunes. Um, so I'll tell you what I'm doing right now, though. Like, you know, I didn't know all these songs. I immediately jotted them down into the notes on my phone. And I'm going to learn every single one of these songs, even though the ones I'm familiar with, I'm going to just like dig into them, right? I'm going to like listen to lots of recordings of these just to make sure I even further have solidified that. I'm going to make sure I learn the melody, right? Because, you know, I'm a guitar player. So it's cool that I was able to figure out the chords, but that doesn't mean I know the song yet, right? I mean, I need to feel confident that I can play the melody on my instrument. I need to make sure that I really dig deep into these songs so that the next time that they're called, you know, next month at this gig, maybe they will be called, maybe they won't be called. But the point is, if someone calls one of those tunes, I'm not going to have to worry about it because I'm just I'm going to know that song and that's where I want to be. And so the main takeaway from this part of, of my talk today and my experience that I want you to take away um, and and also to reinforce for myself is that we need to take action like, you know, we need to have that growth mindset when something doesn't go quite as as is planned on a gig or maybe, you know, there's something that makes you feel bad about your performance then that's a moment to go, aha, I need to take action. You know, what is the problem that needs to be fixed? And now I need to do something about it. So that's exactly what I, I have done is I've gone out and I'm, I'm, I'm learning all these tunes and learning, meaning I'm completely learning them. Right. And even that song where I had to use a chart, you know, I'm going to have to learn that one from scratch because I'm not even familiar with that song. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go out and do my homework and I am doing my homework on these. And that's, that's important because at the end of the day, I want to show up to a gig and feel, um, I want my morale to be high because, hey, I know these tunes, you know, and I'm not the the odd man out who doesn't know it, right? Okay, so the point there is take action. But I have to say that, uh, you know, we've, we've all been through this where, you know, things don't go as planned. Uh, maybe you just don't feel like you were playing as well as, as you wanted to. So sometimes you get a little down on yourself, right? So it, it, between, I think it was the second break, I was just, you know, I, I was, wasn't was feeling, I was like, man, this this sucks. You know, I didn't know all these songs. Um, Don likes to call wicked fast tempo. So the songs I didn't know, it was like he was counting them one, two, one, two, three, four, right? And then we're like, you know, he, he likes to call lots of fast tunes. And so, you know, I felt if I knew the song, then it would be a little easier all these different things, right? We all get beat up ourselves sometimes. The reality was is, you know, it went a lot way better than I than it did <laughs> in my head, right? Uh, but I was sitting down in between uh, a break and uh, Don came over and we were just chatting it up, you know, like we usually do. He was telling me what was going on with his week. I was telling him what was going on with my week. Uh, and then, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, I was like, yeah, man, I just, I, 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 uh, I, I was a little disappointed. I didn't know some of these songs. Can you tell me what, can you remind me what some of the songs we just did so I can write them down? And he was like, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know some of them either. <laughs> and I, I stopped for a second. It's like, Don, I heard you play the melodies on your trumpet. I heard you play all those songs like he's like oh yeah but you know i was like well what about love like love walked in you know i didn't really know that song but i was able to pick it he's like yeah you were able to play all the songs and i was like yeah i was able to play them i mean i i mean but i didn't really know them i mean i i i I was just able to pick them up by ear and 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 get by he's like well me too and i was like don you're you're 71 years old and you know you you played all the like what are you talking about right now this is crazy uh, and he was like, yeah, I, I, I love walked in. I actually really know that song. I mean, I just have heard it so many times I could play the melody and I could just hear what the chord changes were. Boom. Mind blown. I mean, this guy who's been playing for a long time, 
who's been in the scene, who's, you know, I mean, he's done his homework. He's, he's, you know, he's walked the walk. He doesn't know all the songs. And the thing, you know, is like I was talking before, he has those tools in place where he can pick up that stuff. Um, and he is an even keener ear because no matter what, he can play the melody to these songs because he's heard them before. And he went on to list off uh, several more of the songs that I didn't know that he claims that he didn't know. Well, the truth is he actually did know them, right? He just had never actually sat down and practiced them, which is, I, th- I think, what we're talking about here. Um and I have to say that made me feel a little bit <laughs> made me feel a little bit better. It, it didn't make change my mind about well, I need to go and I need to do the homework. Um, but you know that was an eye opening moment for me that even a guy like Don, you know he he doesn't know everything either, and you know he's equipped himself with those same tools. And so we all need to be equipping ourselves with those tools, right? And how do we do that? Well, it's exactly what Don said. He he'd heard those songs so many times. So if you've listened to some of this repertoire enough, it's going to be in your ear. It's going to be sunk in. And, you know, the more that you learn solos by ear, the more that you learn jazz standards by ear, it's not just that you're learning that repertoire. It's that you're building your ear to a degree where you can start recognizing chord progressions, right? I mean, you can start doing that stuff. If you work on some of the fundamentals of ear training, like hearing intervals, like intervals, a lot of people tell me like, well, I don't understand what intervals are going to do. Like if I can hear what a major fifth uh, or what, what a perfect fifth rather sounds uh, ascending or descending, what what difference is that going to really make? But what they miss is the point that it sets this foundation, this this root cornerstone of building your ears up so that you can learn how to hear chords. And if you can hear different qualities of chords, then you can move on and you can hear chord progressions. And then the more repertoire you learn, the more you start recognizing patterns in that repertoire so that, you know, all of a sudden I can hear immediately for Love Walked In, it's a one, six, dominant two, five, back to the one. That's how it starts, right? I I can just hear those chords. I can hear the quality of the chords. I can hear the movement just because I've dealt with them so many times. So why do we learn jazz standards? Not just because we want to learn more repertoire, right? Because even as we experience with me and, and Don, you know, we don't, he didn't necessarily know some of those songs. Like he never actually worked on them or it'd been a long time since he actually played them, but he could hear them. So he's learned so many songs that even the ones he doesn't know, he can know because he's, he can hear it, Right. And that is where we want to be, my friends, that musical freedom. Um, and I can only wish that I can get to this level of confidence that Don has. Um, and, I, you know, he's obviously, you know, way more experienced than me. And so that's where I aim for. And I hope that you aim to be there, too. Um, so, OK, let me summarize all of this. Uh, and thanks for listening to me, guys. I appreciate you letting me uh, tell my story and uh, just uh, to, uh, yeah, express what I'm feeling about this performance. So thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you listening uh, every single time if you're a regular listener. So thanks so much for taking the time. But to to sum up some of the lessons that I got here are, uh, number one, you got to do your homework, right? So if if you find that there is something that went wrong during a gig or that you wish went better, then it's up to us, it's up to you to take action to fix that, right? I mean, that's that's obvious, but I think sometimes we need to be told that, right? We need someone to say that to us. So uh, that's number one. Take action on the things that are giving you trouble. Uh, number two, if you have given yourself the tools 
of ear training of great ears, then it's going to save you a, a lot of problems and you're going to be able to get by in some tough situations. That's that's what I learned. And that was the big positive thing that came out for me of that gig uh, that I was like, hey, you know what? I didn't know some of those songs, but I'm proud that I was able to hear a lot of those chord changes. And even some of them that had a little bit trickier changes, I was able to latch onto those. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's the other lesson. Equip yourself with all of that stuff. And now number three uh, that I wanted you to take away is you don't have to know everything, right? You don't have to, of course, you don't have to be the best. You never will be the best. Uh, You don't have to know all the tunes. Uh, You don't, uh, you know, you don't have to have everything put together in order to get out there and perform as, as we just learned from Don. I mean, Don didn't know some of those songs. That's crazy. Blew my mind. Boom. Crazy. Um, you don't have to know everything and that's okay. As long as you go back to step number one or tip number one, rather, and you take action on some of those things. And if we can just frame our minds around this growth mindset, of progressing uh, gig after gig, which I know is hard. It's it's hard, guys. You know, sometimes, you know, when I was in that moment at that gig, I was having a hard time staying positive. I wasn't feeling like I was, uh, you know, up to par with everybody else. Everybody else knew the tunes. Everybody else was doing just fine, right? But there I was, I was having to figure things out. Um, and I felt like I had a disadvantage, right? Um, but if you look at that as a growth thing, and that's what music is, it's a journey, it's a big, long journey and we're always growing. And if we can look at it that way and, and really find joy in that, then music is a lot of fun, right? But if we do the other thing, if we, you know, look, if we have that fixed mindset, if we kind of look at the glass half full, music becomes not so much fun. Okay. So that's what I want us all to do. I want us to have fun with music. I want us to embrace it. Uh, I want us to, um, you know, keep growing together. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I do LearnJazzStandards.com is because um, it's not because I have all the answers, but it's because I want to I want to grow with you and I want to help you grow as a musician because it means so much more uh, than just uh, playing some notes, right? I mean, it, it can bring joy to your life. It can bring joy to other people's life. Um, there's so much history in jazz music specifically and culture. Um, and, and, you know, music is just a powerful thing. And so I'm, I'm humbled. I'm honored. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for uh, joining me. And I, I, yeah, I, just, I just thank you. I can't thank you enough for uh, being a part of the Learn Jazz Standards community. And, and by the way, if you've never joined our Facebook community, I want to invite you to do that because, you know, there are tens of thousands of listeners and uh, even more, hundreds of thousands of, of people who visit Learn Jazz Standards and, and use the resources and all this stuff. But, you know, you, you probably don't all know each other. But at, in our Facebook community group, uh, we have, a, a, you know, over a thousand members who are all talking together and sharing tips, asking each other questions and, and meeting each other. And that's such a great thing because that's what music is about. It's about community. And that's what Learn Jazz Standards is about too. It's about helping you become a better jazz musician. And one way that I can do that and I can serve you even better is just by letting you guys help each other as well. So if you want to get involved in that that Facebook group, go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash community. That'll redirect you to the Facebook group. And it's a closed group. So all you have to do is uh, is request to be uh, to to the invitation to, to join, answer some questions I have for you, and that just helps me serve you better. And uh, then I'll let you into the group. And, and I'd love to have you. So uh, learnjazzstandards.com forward slash community. 
All right, so I know this was a little bit of a different episode today. Uh, it's not the norm. So if this is your first time listening, usually the episodes don't go down exactly like this. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, and if and if you did enjoy that, you know, let me know. You know, tweet me uh, or. Uh, tag me on Facebook, uh, join the group, mention that you enjoyed it, or leave a comment at the show notes today, uh, and that would be super cool. All right, and one last thing, I always ask this, hey, if you got some value at today's show, uh, if if any of this resonated with you, why don't you leave uh, a kind rating and review on iTunes? It uh, just helps the podcast out, helps other people find this podcast, and I just super appreciate it, and I appreciate you. I hope you have a great week, and I wish you all the best in your musical endeavors. I'll see you next week on the LJS Podcast. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.